what's up, what's up, what's up? It's sway, sway, sway in the morning. <laughs> isn't, isn't that our intro? That's the intro we use. That's the intro. It always, it always has been, and it's never changed because we stay, we stay true to our word. We stay humble. Yeah. Speaking of hip hop, Kanye West, he's in the news. For all the right yeah. reasons, may I say. He has some ideas that uh some good ideas. He is uh they want to say he's crazy. Right. Yeah, but I want to say he's narrative. probably insane. <laughs> Now, do you think with the right like dosage of uh, lithium, he would be better? I think we could probably tranquilize him. His <laughs> his uh his caretakers. He probably needs a caretaker. I think he had he has like a he has them, but he went AWOL on them. They can't right, get a hold right. of him. No, he's an artist. He's an artist. It's it's all part of. It's objectional. You can't. It's a process. <laughs> you can't. That's what it is. It's this process. It's yeah. an artistic process. And who are we or who is anyone, frankly, to step in the way of art? Right. Right. Now, do you think, and this might be a little controversial here, do you think Kanye is doing this stuff because he's gay, possibly trans? Maybe gay guy? <laughs> potential potential gay guy yeah yeah no i don't know if you saw this liam uh there's a new member of the police force did you see this new member of the police force the hopkinton police department okay and his and his name is hey i'm looking up the name here it's yeah it's officer raymond l hopkinton and he is a 12 week old golden noodle and he will report for duty as a certified compassion dog for the community now i don't mean i'll try to get a picture of him uh to post after this, but you've seen the picture, right, Liam? You've seen this, right? Uh, adorable little fluff puppy. He, yeah, adorable. A little, a little, a little furry, furry fluff ball. Right, but he has a smug look on his face. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna inflict pain on this dog. And I don't think, because, you know, before anyone comes at me and, you know, saying, oh, you know, animal cruelty, it's a, it's a little cute dog, a little cute puppy. How could you act like that? And, you know, and if you're going to come at me with that, then I want you to keep uh, to no longer say a cab, all cops are bastards, because that's a cop. He's a cop. He's on the force, Liam, right? He's ready to serve. Right. So he's on their side. So I'm going to treat him the same. I'm going to spit in his face. I'm going to, you know, flip him off, probably kick him. 
Would you get charged with assaulting an officer if you hurt that dog? Uh, yeah, I think you actually would. I think, I think you would. Yeah. He, uh, you know, folks listening at home, I really, you know, we'll figure out a way for you to see this picture, but I think people would agree with me that Raymond looks like a bit of a dick. And honestly, probably racist. He's a golden noodle. Golden noodles, I would think, would be the most racist-minded dogs behind, like, you know, a Rottweiler or a Golden Noodle? That's what it says on, on the news. They, they're saying Golden Noodle. I didn't even know okay. that was a... Golden Noodle. So Golden Doodle. Golden, golden Doodle. Doodle. Golden Doodle. Golden Doodle. A, uh, a Golden Retriever Poodle Mix, I, I believe, would be the... Yeah, so that's a made-up thing. That's not even... He's not even a real dog. Listen, great with a white family. I I think I'm not off base with him saying that. I mean... Yeah. No, I'd agree like. Great cop. Um, he'll protect and serve. Uh, blessing to the community and all the members of Optican Service. I think they've... Uh, We'll appreciate his time on the on the force. I have zero respect for that dog, and I wish him honestly nothing but the worst. Looks like a smug little prick. He looks small, easily perfect size to punt. Oh, probably almost the size of a football. This dog, yeah. the young dog, just a puppy. Fuck twelve. What can I say? And you want to stomp him out? Yeah, that dog. Honestly, lots of dogs, yeah. Like small Have dogs. you stomped dogs before? I'm not gonna incriminate myself, but you know what oh, I course. what I do in my free time is up to my discretion. Now Liam you are really good at giving like cool ass movie impression quotes. Am I correct? It's what you're known for. Yeah, everyone knows everyone knows me for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you ask anyone on the street and they go, "Oh, yeah, Liam, he's seen all the cool movies and he does he does the characters and the voice is really good." Yeah, you know, like someone walks up to me and I'm like, you're talking to me? <laughs> you must be talking to me. Because, I mean, there's nobody else here for you to be talking to because it's just me. And you're talking to me? And how do, how do people take that when you do that? Do they like it? Some people, uh, they like me really much. Good. <laughs> they, some, yeah no that's nice that's nice some people some some people like you very much yeah you, you, you come to, you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding and <laughs> you make you make you make me this request <laughs> and I I'll, I'll grant you this request <laughs> now how many 
how many cool movies do you think you've seen in your life? Like at least 20? Maybe 25. Wow. Wow. That's pretty cool. Do you own a gun? I want to. <laughs> I bet. I bet. That's great. That's awesome. What would you say? What's your what's your gimme give, give me a top top five uh coolest movies for cool, cool badasses to watch? Okay, so I mean obviously um The Dark Knight with <laughs> that's Joker. Number, that's number one. Okay. Um <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. All, the third just Return of the King. Uh-huh. Yeah, lots of cool fight scenes. That's kind of a sneak a sneaky head at number two, Return of the King. Um The Good, the Bad and the Ugly. <laughs> right, yeah, Cowboys. Uh-huh. Old Western. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, any Clint Eastwood movie, like you know, he's like, <sighs> "Did I did I fire six shots or was it was it four? I lost I lost track myself." So the question is, are you if you're a lucky punk? Well, well, do ya? Okay, so then you also have Fight Club. How many movies have you listed now? I mean, um, <laughs> said all the. I mean, The Matrix, Goodfellas, One Floor, <laughs> The Cuckoo's Nest, Seven, um, Seven, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. What about No Taxi Driver? Is that is that too cliche for you? Oh, this uh, this city is sick. Uh, one day, uh, a real rain's gonna come and it's gonna wash all the. The whores off the streets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's and you know what? Your like movie taste, I say is like why I'm friends with you too. Cause like you know, it's like, you know, you're like like everyone's got like a movie guy. Like you're my movie guy. You know? Like I go over to your place when I know I want because I know there's gonna be there's gonna be a big bowl of popcorn. And there's going to be a big old spot on the couch for me. And that Blu-ray is going to be click DVD in the tray, ready to go. That's what I know going, going when I go to your place. I know it's, I know it's movie time. Uh-huh. Braveheart. Like, <laughs> boy, we, we got to, we got Scottish. They're bad guys. Let's get them. <laughs> <laughs> You see, you can't even you can't even stop talking about movies. Oh my god, like Goodwill Hunting. Um, I'm I'm looking smart. I think I need I need college. I got I got books. I <laughs> I got my degree at the the public library. Only only cost me a library card. <laughs> <laughs> now what about? What about Christmas movies, holiday movies? Because there's some, there's some good Christmas movies, right? Sure. Um, Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not that wouldn't come to come to mind personally at first. 
But yeah, classic <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> now, is it? It's true. You uh, you auditioned for SNL once, right? You got you got the SNL casting call because they heard they saw the tape, the old uh, because there used to be in the comedy scene, uh, in New England there was a tape going around of you doing your Bill Cosby impression, right? And it was Chris, uh, it was Chris Rock who found the tape. He got his hands on the tape somehow, and he brought it to Lauren Michaels. And said, "You gotta get this guy in here. He does a killer Cosby." Oh, one of my idols. <laughs> You're a hero of yours, yeah, yeah. Real role model to the community, and of course, he did R. some R. good R. things. R.I.P. I mean, he did some not so good things, but he also did some good things. I mean. He's, um, like, he's just one of those, like, feel-good guys, though. You know? Like, I feel like, uh, when it comes to those accusations, like, he just comes off as such, like, a fun, wacky, like, playable, goofy guy. Like, so, you know, like, did they really have that bad of a time with him? Was it really that bad? You know? So you're uh you're selling your knowledge. I are you? What kind of knowledge are you looking for? You just sell all all kinds of knowledge now. It's not free. It's not free. How much? How much would it cost to get my hands on your knowledge? I mean, I'm not just going to hand out my knowledge to just anyone. You know, I mean, it has to be the has to be the right guy. Call me suspicious, but I mean, you know, how do I know you're not selling snake oil over here? So, I mean, a lot of people these days, you know, they'll just go around giving out their knowledge to just anyone. Right. You you but say me, that's foolish. I'm I'm saving myself. <laughs> is that how you that do you say that in your in your promos and like your marketing you actually say i'm saving myself i think you would be surprised just how many like-minded people there are in this world <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that i don't i don't know about that <laughs> Was that like a threat? Like you're you're, th- you're well, saying there's enough people that I sh- that I need to shut my mouth. It'd probably be a good idea for you to you know shut your snap. You know, every once in a while, you're always you're always chatting away, always saying things you're not supposed to. So there are some like-minded people out there that would uh they would take my side. Right. What does this mean? It says meeting time. What the fuck? Nine. We got a ticking time bomb. We're going to die in nine and a half minutes. I finished unless. <laughs> Uh, 
just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Have you seen The Godfather? Godfather Part 2? I've seen I've seen the first two, yeah, not the third. In Godfather Part 2, you know, I mean, the story of a hard-working Italian-American, well, Italian immigrant that uh, works his way up in the world, you know, because, I mean, you know, they, obviously, you know, I mean, they were on the boats, they were coming over, they had a hard time. Right. Treated, you know, they treated them like dogs. But they they took something out of this country. You know, they they took a piece. But you know, because if you're willing to work for it, you know, Ellis Island. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to disagree. You know, if I said uh, Irish. Uh, Italian people, uh, Polacks, uh, you know, kind of any of that off the boat kind of thing, you know, they're pretty bad, though. I mean, what what good did those people do besides breeding and creating more and making more of them? Bang, bang. Do you have, do you want to give a speech um for the mentally ill? Do you have any advice? Do you have any advice for uh for uh, like a retarded person who like realistically like there's no hope? Uh, like, so I mean I wouldn't nice really to know too much that. about that because <laughs> I am not mentally ill myself. Right. I've met some mentally ill people. Um do you have names? For anonymity, I will not share their names <laughs> out of respect. What are you like? You're stealing like client lists from doctor's offices? Um, people come to me with a lot of problems. I'm kind of like a very <laughs> trustworthy guy. I don't I feel like I should like tell someone but, about that, like uh, authorities. It's like people. No, should... I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not mentally ill myself, obviously. Right. Um, I know a lot of people these days are. A lot of people struggle with these things. Yeah. Um, of course, yeah. I mean, the truth is, you're probably not going to get better. Oh, um, no. So Sorry, guys. Sorry, but I'm, so I'm basically just kind of... You're not going to lie to them, are you? You wouldn't lie to their faces. Well, if there's anything I'm... Tr- if there's one thing I am, it's trustworthy. Um, do you want to do your uh, impression of a retarded guy? That you do behind closed doors, it's like really offensive one. No, I don't <laughs> think I'd even know how to do that. So it's like the really offensive. You you do like a retarded uh, impression, like of like a guy, but then you say like the hard R while you do it. I don't think I'd even know how to do that. Like, 
I don't I think I think I, think I don't think I I think like because I am so not mentally ill, I'd have a hard time <laughs> relating to something like that. Or really sure. even like understanding how that could be done. Because the best acting does come like from real life experiences. Yeah, that's true. I didn't, I didn't even think about it like that. Okay, so that's what we can do. We're going to go to the top of a really big hill. And I'm going to yeah. push you down it. Okay. This will be a hill with rocks on it. So you'll bang your head <laughs> a couple times. All right. Yeah, that sounds lethal. And then... You can, you can do an impression of someone that maybe isn't all there anymore. I and I think that's probably is about as close as we're going to get to understanding the mentally ill or the mentally disadvantaged. Okay. Yeah, we can workshop something with that. Figure it out. You think we get the news involved in that? It's like an aware. We'll get a school to sponsor it. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> no. Maybe we'll just get like the little, like a local little league team to just smack you mm. in the head with baseball bats. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. No. Uh, that would be good for the, yeah, get the community <laughs> involved. Because there's one thing that we care about, and that's the community and yeah. getting them all, getting them riled up. Uh huh. Bash, it's, uh, it's about giving back. Yeah, we'll build it up in some way. I'll make like a maybe I'll start giving like public speeches, like denouncing certain people and stuff and just saying real bad stuff, you know. Kind of give it, give it some extra flavor. Okay, we're back. It was me, that is Alex, and my three droogs, that is Pete, Georgie, and Dim. And we sat in the Corova milk bar, trying to make up our residues. What to do with the evening? The Corova milk bar. So milk plus, milk plus Villaget, or Cementsisk, or Drendrum, which is what we were drinking. This would sharpen you up. And make you ready for a bit of the old ultra violence. <laughs> what was that? Was that an original? I'd suffered, that is. I'd suffered and suffered, and everybody wants me to go on suffering. What is that? No, it's wrong because it's like against society. Do you think there were ever like, like in the old Irish times, there were just like Irish gay guys? Like they were like retarded Irish and gay? Because that would suck for them. Yeah, give a little look at the shillelagh. (laughs) Yeah, I'd call them shillelagh boys. I just, I mean, I'm not an expert or anything, but I don't think. Um, I don't think there's gay people in in Ireland. Like maybe now, but definitely not back then. Um, 
I don't think you were allowed to do that, to be honest. No, definitely not. Like, the yeah. Catholic Church, especially uh, traditionally, has frowned upon a, that. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, that's nothing to say about them, uh, you know, with young with young boys. I mean, that's not gay, though. <laughs> no, of course not. There's, I don't think there's anything in the Bible about that. I mean, clearly. I mean, you can't, you can't fuck a man, but you can fuck a boy. You fuck a kid, yeah, absolutely. And God bless. In the Catholic Church, you know. Anyway, yeah. From what I've, from what experience shows, isn't it, isn't it true? If not you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. Isn't that like the thing? That's how it works. If you're I not. think that's generally probably the rule. Yeah, is that you don't if you don't accept our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ, that is. Amen. Amen. God bless. And we we stay blessed here at Nacho on the Ranch, do we not? Because we are blessed. Yes. <laughs> of course, God. So horribly ridiculous. Yeah. And a danger to ourselves and others. Yeah, I would urge I would urge all of our listeners to try to find that passion. <laughs> right, dig deep inside of yourself. Dig deep. Crawl into yourself if you have. To. Crawl Don't into yourself. Afraid. Crawl into your Don't mind. Don't be afraid. Sit in a dark room for fifty-two hours. No water. No food. <laughs> yeah, just and your thoughts. Now, Liam, that's that's uh, medically uh, safe to do. Right, because we like to make a lot of guarantees here, and that's a that's uh-huh. an, is this another guarantee from us that you'll come yeah, out dark, better completely and stronger? Dark, much stronger, much better, yeah. much better off. I mean, maybe not like you're not gonna be a normal person, but no, we don't. There's no oh, hope for that. We don't. I think a lot of these people have already well past that point. Yeah. Um. So might as well just go fully commit, sit in that dark room. Maybe you like strobe some lights every like at random time period so you don't know you can't like keep track of time. That's kind of part of it. Now, what if you like um, paid a friend to to wear like a ski mask and all black and just hide in the corner with a paintball gun and sporadically shoot you? You think that yeah, help shoot you? you every like at random time periods like yeah, like like buckets of water drop from the ceiling <laughs> on you. You're yeah, in there constantly. for probably about fifty two hours, but yeah, you're not sure. If it's been, if it's only been an afternoon or if it's been weeks, you don't know how long you've, you've been in there. Right. And do you think, do you think if like a poor people tried this, that'd probably help them, right? To be on poor. I think it's, yeah, for anyone. Like I said, you'll come out better. You'll come out stronger. A passion. Fat middle-aged deep, woman. From middle, deep inside of that's you. That's the cure. Yeah. I think we should probably, because a lot of people aren't even going to, they're not going to help themselves. Well, ooh, Liam, should we announce this? Or should we do our big announcement now? Should big we let, let, uh, let the people know about our new, um, the new program we're doing? We're doing a new uh, fitness program for, for middle-aged uh, plus-sized women. So it's a little, little course me and you are running. 
I think we're, we're very excited about this. We've been working very hard to, to you know, really figure out the best way. Because what, what for not about nine to ten months, uh, you and I, Liam, we, we, we basically got in, inside the, the mind and the body of a plus, eight, plus size middle-aged woman, which was quite the challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think we're just, you know, everyone here on the team and crew, we're, we're excited about this. You know, we're really going to And then the big difference between us and the other guys is we're very hands-on. Like, you come to our class, uh, we will touch you in ways that you, you've never been touched. Right. Well, we'll have to get some release forms for that. You do have to sign a pretty extensive waiver. Yeah. It's uh, but it's worth it because you know we, we, you know we're serious about this. We don't care about, you know, how sweaty these women are gonna get. How that's the the smell because I mean people don't really, they don't think about the smell, um, and you know the danger that that kind of poses to us as helping out with that. But I think we're really excited. We're gonna we're gonna change these uh women's wives lives. Yeah. We're going to get them. Oh, they're not going to be the same afterwards. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. Because the test That's the run one thing we, did, we do guarantee. Yeah, the test run we did. Um, yeah, that we changed those women for the better or for the worse. They're changed. But you know what? They're not anymore. They're not fat. Because that's the true sickness in America today. I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of a status symbol. Fat to have a big belly, mm. a big old gut on a woman or a man. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not like I don't discriminate, you know, me, I don't really see, I don't see gender, I don't see well. Uh, well I do know you, you I don't do, see much of anything. I do discriminate. Well, you well, don't see much of anything, but that's a separate thing, that's not, you know, that's not a mental thing, it's the accident. The, the moral of this story here is that I like big bellies. And I'm on a quest to acquire one. So Ooh. any tips? Oh, you're in the quest to acquire a big belly. Talk me through that. Okay. What do you, well, what do you, what do you, why do you want a big belly? I've explained it's a status symbol. Mm-hmm. What were you saying? You wanted to do the the Orbeez challenge? See how many you could fit? See, I think that's that's a shortcut. Right, because that's temporary. You know, you have to get a, a, a surgery to get them removed after. Because you keep them in, then you're going to die. Uh-huh. It's all water weight. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you've seen a man with a large uh, gut intimidating yeah powerful a big a big beer belly oh yeah say that man knows how to knock back a good six pack see yeah because you come across a skinny man and that that almost uh upsets you you know yeah he's all he has is just skin (laughs) yeah just a little skin guy 
no one like no one no one likes a little skin guy. I said, no "Where's one, your belly?" Women don't want a skin guy. That's for sure. Where, where's your big belly, skinny man? <laughs> and you've said that to people. I've said it to people. I'll say it to people. Wow. Oof. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be a skinny man walking, walking down. You know downtown big big downtown avenue when you're walking by well you know it's a, it's an intimidation thing but it's also i'm here to help you know right right now let's i want to i want to talk about uh the homeless homeless people the homeless problem the epidemic of homelessness mm-hmm. you know where are you what side are you on are you on the side of you know, we need more more funding, more programs to help these guys. Or are you at the point where, you know, let's just get them in a bus, ship them off somewhere else, you know, maybe, I don't know, do a purge thing, let serial killers kind of vent their frustrations by just legally killing homeless people? Where, how would you fix this? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, obviously there are people at the end of the day. So, I mean, we want to... Uh... You know, it's it's all in the better good. With that being said, yes, I do believe there should be a culling, especially in the more northern territories, where uh, <laughs> you know they the winter's going to get a lot of them. Right. So, which that is I mean, kind of the, the pro of living up north. You know, every every come winter, they're going to get kind of kills off a lot of the strays. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, but really, it's for the better good. You know, you you want to call the population down. Natural so then, selection, right? Right. There's going to be naturally weaker ones that are probably going to die anyways, but they're going to suck up resources from the ones that would make it through the winter or maybe, you know. Um, so it is for the better good. Um, and like you said, maybe um, people that would just be serial killers anyways, you know, they can kind of get out some of that frustration and not kill like, you know, just regular guys, right? Or women? You know, they're not hunting yeah. women on the street, right? Just right. Let them get those rascals, because I'm sure it would be just as much as a, of a rush. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's good for tourism too, because by yeah, the time summer could. comes around, you know, you don't have a lot of like the really like bad and bad shape homeless, where like you know they're like they're really, you know, you know they're getting pushed out into further like. uh like better, you know, more uh, economic, thriving communities where tourism will will come in. That's where we get the state dollars, and that's <laughs> you know which ultimately funds these programs. So you know what you you got my vote. I'll tell you that much. Uh-huh. Come come November, this is the guy, folks, ladies and gentlemen. This is your candidate. Okay. Now, you know, would it be wrong if we had, like, a, you know, at the zoo, you know, you wouldn't want too many, but maybe some sort of uh, exhibit where you got some homeless people and you can kind of throw, throw, you know, little loincloths on them. It's like, hey, look, we have cavemen. This is the caveman exhibit. You know, I think that would be fun kind of educational for the kids you know maybe we can 
you have like a zookeeper guy. You can just zap them with a cattle prod, keep them, keep them lively. You know, what would be right, so I mean, bad about that? They'll, I mean, they'll get paid. I mean, it will be. Well, no, deli, they get, they get paid slices. by getting the, getting to live there. Free room and board, food. Right. Deli slices, a nice enclosure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For veterinarian care, 24-7. If anything, that would keep them alive for years. I've never Much met a homeless life, man that I've never met a homeless man that rejected a deli slice. Oh no! You ever go up to them and like kind of put it in your hand like you're feeding a deer, let them lick it out? Kind of tickles when they do it. because you know it's so fun too. You know if you're ever uh, if you're ever bored. Uh, you know, maybe you get you get the day off work, day off school, you know, especially if you got the day off school and you're younger, because when you're under 18, um, you know, they'll, they'll treat you less harshly um, through the court system. Um, you can just go up to homeless people and, you know, uh, entice them with, you know, beer, drugs, money, and you can just get them to do whatever you want. You know, you want them to do a silly dance, you know, you want them to walk around like a dog, maybe you know, do farm animal noises, you know, all sorts of fun stuff. Do you ever, do you ever act like a little dog, a little farm animal? <laughs> well, you know, you know, there, there was a, there was a girl who, who was interested uh, in the idea of me, you know, uh, being walked around on a leash and taken to, to, you know, uh, strange leather clubs and that sort of thing. You know, she pitched me this idea, and I said, you know, that's uh, uh, a bit much. You know, maybe, maybe, you know, I, I could look into the idea of in a private enclosed space, you know, but to, to be paraded around like that, that's that's a lot. Well, the parading, I'm sure, was was part of it. It's the I'm uh, sure that's the, the whole shame. Thing. Yeah, mm. right. <laughs> I yeah, because if you, in some ways, if like it, that is something that you weren't bothered by, then it wouldn't really, wouldn't really count, or you know, wouldn't count or work for for them or you, right? You know, because uh... it is about you. I mean. Kind of, I, I want to go on this rant because you know I've been to you know I've been to a couple of these uh, you know out there clubs you know like sort of sort of LGBT whatever spaces uh, you know so, sort of like uh, leather esque places and you know you go into these places and you'd think you know uh, people might be interested you know at least, least want to have a chat with you you know ask you know, about cool movies you've seen and stuff. And no, no one's even giving you the time of day in there, you know? Little, uh, little hit to your ego. They didn't, you, they didn't exactly slurp you up like you, they, you expected them to. It, it is, you know, I think, I think the most hurtful thing I've ever heard someone say to me, it was, it was gay man. And he, you know, I, I said, Oh, am I a twink? And he goes, no, honey, you're a twonk. And then you got twonked. I got, I got twonk, goddamn it, and it, it didn't feel good. Did not.
Now, I'm going to say a phrase to you, and you say first thing that comes to mind, okay? I'm going to I'm gonna turn your sister trans. Sure it is. <laughs> oh, wow. Do you think we should be giving trans people guns? I do. And then kind of brainwashing them? To do certain things. What kind of things? Oh, just anything. I don't know. Anything we want them to do? Anything that <laughs> is in the service of humankind? Or... Well, I don't know if we have if we have mind controlling uh, capabilities. I don't. I don't know. If we have access to that. I don't know how you. How, now, how you get we, I mean, would we use them as like a mercenary team, as like a service? Yeah, I'd think so. We would. We would, you know, sell them out to the, the highest paying warlord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're children soldiers. Be a fun thing to have. All right, let's do. You want to do the the synopsis for Baby Geniuses? One of the best uh, selling movies of all time, box office hit. Okay. Okay. So for the folks at home, um, I don't know if you've seen this film, but you need to. I mean, I I I give it the highest praise, Liam. I. I assume you're a fan. Um, the ranch. <laughs> I thought we I thought we dropped that because we're too woke now. Are we woke? Woke? Because I feel like you're kind of asleep. You're sleeping on me a little bit. <laughs> you think you think I'm sleeping? I don't think you've done enough. <coughs> for what? For the community? I'm, we're always doing cool, uh, cool community events for the for the kids and stuff. Remember, we gave we gave all those kids guns. Uh huh. Yeah. We're always I mean, doing that was good. Like that. Yeah. We did. Uh, we go to we go to like schools uh, and classrooms and sometimes and talk to the kids. You know, we tell them basically uh-huh. what we do is. We do uh, kind of a drug awareness thing where we bring in an actual like crackhead and he just shoots up right in front of the kids and they all oh, the kids love it too. They, it's, it's always a fun time. We have pizza afterwards. And they, we, we let them throw stuff at the, the crackhead too. Well, it is kind of like a safe sex thing. Like you teach kids. That's what that's what's done in the schools anyways, is they teach, you know, safe sex because they wanted them to do it safely. So. You know, you bring on a heroin or crack a crack addict, yep. person of crack a person of crack experience, should I say? Yes. Um, you know, they teach them how to do it safely, like you know, a broken light bulb or you know, old tablespoons. You hand out needles to the kids, clean needles, of course. Yeah, we <laughs> you were giving clean, clean. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, fifth grade doesn't, some would say it's a little too late, but I think it's, I think it's, you know, it's right about the right age. Baby Geniuses. You guys seen this movie? Have you seen this? Basically, two scientists, Dr. Elena Kinder and Dr. Heap, use genius baby studies to fund Baby Co's theme park, Joy World. According to Dr. Kinder's research on toddlers slash babies, babies are born possessing vast universal knowledge and speak a secret yet impossible to translate baby pre-language called baby talk. However, at age two to three, the knowledge and language are lost as the babies cross over by learning how to speak human languages. Most of the babies raised in Dr. Kinder's underground research facility were adopted from the Pasadena City Orphanage, transformed into little geniuses through use of the Kinder method, and then used in experiments to decipher the secret yet impossible to translate language used by the seven baby geniuses. Pretty, pretty good start. That is a magnificent foray and lesson <laughs> into world building. <laughs> I urge anyone George R. R. Martin that, has a, that has an interest, passion, or desire to become a filmmaker or artist take to notes. study this film, yeah. take notes. Try try small. Try with only one baby genius and try to do a little bit of world building. Work your way up. <laughs> You'll Start get with there one and one go day. slow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one and go slow. All right. W- one mischievous toddler, Sylvester. And Sylvester's my favorite, by the way. A little, little tidbit. Um, and he's the only one of the toddlers who is raised through use of the superior version of the Kinder method. And Sylvester makes repeat, repeated attempts to escape Dr. Kinder's research facility. And one night, Sylvester goes into a dirty diaper truck. Yuck. Gross. If you remember this scene, very yucky. And he actually succeeds. The next morning, one thing Sylvester does not expect is to run into his long-lost normal twin brother, Wit, in a mall playground. Although Sylvester and Wit share a telepathic bond, they have no idea of each other's existence. While the guards from Dr. Kinder's research facility capture Wit, mistaking him for Sylvester and take him back to Dr. Kinder's facility, Sylvester is taken home by Wit's adopted mother, Robin, who is Dr. Kinder's niece. A lot of connections here. After Dr. Kinder and the six other baby geniuses are shocked that Wit and Sylvester switch places at the mall, Dr. Kinder decides to do a cross-evaluation on Sylvester and Wit. However, when she comes to Dan Bobbin's place, she realizes that Dan can understand babies. What? Who's Dan? After the attempts to retrieve Sylvester fails, Dr. Kinder decides to move the research facility to, to Lichtenstein. Oh, that's racist. They have no chance, but is this movie based in Germany? It sounds to me like they're doing some superhuman experiments. <laughs> right. I'm not going to say there's some underlying themes of, you know, which which type of human is superior to another. 
but they're clearly trying to make a superior human. Great world building, though. <laughs> You're going to probably want to watch this film a couple of times. You could tell... You could tell that you were getting a. I could tell that you were getting a little confused by the plot <laughs> and uh, the complex characters. This is not um, a so one you're probably going to watch the film. Watch movie. This is you not gotta... a one-time film watch. No, 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 no. Not, not to appreciate it. Lots of lots of little Easter eggs and little little uh, little plot points. And you're probably going to watch. You're going to want to watch this at least once for every baby genius to study <laughs> each baby genius in the movie because it's baby geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> okay, so the baby's at Bobbin's place. That's that's Dan Bobbin, who understands. Dan can he, Dan can talk to the babies. Dan Bobbin, right. Yeah, Dan can talk to them. So the baby's at Dan's at, at Dan Bobbin's place. Hypnotize Lenny. Who's Lenny? Oh, he's okay. So Lenny is the bus driver that drives to drive to get them to the research facility. Once at the facility, Sylvester goes to control room to the control room to set the robots from the theme park on the lab scientists <laughs> because you know the robots at the theme park. See, there's a lot, a lot of moving pieces in this. Hard, hard to catch it all in a short synopsis. And when the Bobbins return home, their natural daughter Carrie tells her father that the children are in Doctor Kinder's research facility. At the end of the fight, Doctor Kinder captures Wit and takes him to the helicopter pad on the roof. Robin and Dan chase them to the roof, where Doctor Kinder reveals that she and Robin are not related. And that Robin was adopted at age two. After Dr. Kinder is arrested by the police, Sylvester and Wit come together on the roof to cross over. Dan and Robin adopt Sylvester, and Dr. Heap is now in charge of Dr. Kinder's research facility. Dan is still curious of the secrets of life, but as the twins have crossed over, they no longer know those secrets. Carrie, their sister, doesn't reveal anything, just giving her dad a sly smile because adults aren't meant to know their secrets. Woof. God damn. That is how you write a movie. Okay. That is a film. That is art. That is wow. For anyone that's, that even wants to call themselves an artist or a person <laughs> of, of art intelligence, I believe that they, yeah. this is required even. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that was... Wow. You know, I, I haven't seen this film since since I was probably close to the age of one of these baby geniuses. And I don't even remember half of that. I just remember a couple babies getting into some goofy antics. But this seems... I'm going to have to give the, uh, I, I, you know, I, I implore everyone at home who hasn't seen this or maybe hasn't seen this in a while to watch this. Cause I personally, I'm going to, I'm going to, after this probably sit down, you know, cuddle up, uh, you know, some nice hot cocoa and a little, you know, a little popcorn with the salt and the butter. And I think I'm going to have myself a night. Mm-hmm. You have any 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 closing remarks on baby geniuses? 
Okay. And you uh, seem to this be one's real... going to be a message for those that are nose tap in the know. <laughs> um, yeah. The... <laughs> are you implying that you speak baby talk? You like Dan I, Bob I understand sp- baby talk. The secret I baby language. Baby, I speak baby genius. <laughs> if that's what you're asking, then I don't speak just baby here's, talk. Here's my confusion. Not like, any, not like any dumb little baby just sitting in a stroller. Here's my confusion, baby though. genius. Adults aren't supposed to know our secrets, though. So are you implying that you're not an adult? Nose tap. Well, folks, shout out to all the all the potential baby geniuses uh, who are listening now. Um, straight up middle finger to adults because adults suck and they don't get it. Um, wow, baby geniuses, ten out of ten. I think. Or what do what do we given? What do we given this? We got to rate this because I mean, we've given it some high praise. I think this might be a masterpiece. Not even. I'm gonna give joking. this. How give it? Um, I'm gonna give it the seven stinky baby genius diapers Ooh. out of six. Ooh, that's stink. That's gross. Seven stinky diapers out of six. Uh-huh. Wow. I think. I don't know if I'm gonna go as high as you. I think maybe I'd I'd go six stinky diapers out of out of six, for me okay. personally. Um, give it another viewing. Give it another. I'm viewing. gonna give I it think... another viewing because I think maybe, and maybe um I'll let everyone know on the next episode. Um, so that so there'll be a little something, uh, you can look forward to, when you when you hear from us next. We'll, I'll give you an updated uh review. Of genius babies, which I think I uh, we can't stop raving about this. Um, do you want to you want to say something for the troops? For the for those boys those <laughs> those boys out there fighting fighting for that flag. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's I think it's all been said before. Uh... Stay strong. Come back home. God bless. Yeah. Yeah, we love the troops. All right.